0: recorded live. mm <laughs> Let's see, isn't mad? there we go. Here we are, and this is our 10th session, believe it or not. No, it's crazy. <laughs> I know. How are you doing?
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm doing good, but, man, it's just like this last month and a half has been like a lot of curveballs coming at Ugh. me, and uh, um, you know how that is. You just go through those stages where you're like, okay, I have no control over that. Just go with the punches. <laughs> wow, so
0: so within all that, you know, we haven't actually it's interesting, we haven't met in exactly two months.
1: Yeah, see, so there you go. And it's really been a month and a half and um where it was like I didn't even try to schedule an appointment with you because I just knew that I was too scattered, like my brain was just too scattered to yeah. um to be really focused on you
0: know what I would want to talk about and everything. So of course, yeah, no, I I get it. No, I totally respect it. No, no problem at all. I just sometimes it's just interesting how you know how it can just life happens, right? So within I, the, I really, really would love to hear all the craziness. Um, where are you at right now? Because I always like to start with successes, even if it's within the crazy. What you've been able to like stay on top of or what worked well. Um. um
1: well, I I would say probably my my biggest success is that I'm, you know, just alive and well. But um, I'm probably right this second. But um, but I will say that the clients that I'm working with, like I'm starting to really see awesome progress, and so that's mm-hmm. been yeah, it's been really feeling awesome to me. And I you know I've been dragging my feet for three days because i have been like stop right now and make a video to talk about something that something that was said to me on Sunday that really got me to thinking, you know, and I thought, oh, that's something that you should share. And then also just kind of talking about, you know, one of the, you know, obviously one of the things that we always talk about as a group is our passion and how it really can, like, spur you on. Like, you know, even when you're tired, when you see somebody, for me anyway, and I think that's how it is for a lot of people in the group, is that I see this family that I'm working with, Making positive changes, and yes, I'm making money doing it. But I feel like I'm just getting like so full of energy because I'm actually helping them, and and it's just so powerful.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And mom has been. It's really. It's really. It's well. It's so amazing because you're helping them, and I think we talked about these. You're helping them, and yet you are getting so much. Mhm. Isn't it so, it's so much from so, it? Yeah, it's so gratifying and satisfying and rewarding, and it's it's so much, so beyond the money, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's very validating too, from a standpoint that, um, you know, okay, yeah, I really can do this. Like, I can really do this, and I am really helping people, and they see the value that I'm bringing them. Um, you know, and obviously flattery is the highest form of you know compliment or whatever that expression is, but i I was um the family that I'm working with, the husband was talking in front of a group of people last week, and he for no reason, I wasn't even there I wasn't even in attendance I don't even know how it came up, but he started telling the whole group about how awesome I was to work with and how I was helping their family so much. And wow. they were really seeing changes. And I was just like, hey, I, like I can't I can't pay enough to get that kind of free advertising.
0: You got it. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so, and, uh, so I'm just like, sweet. And like two or three people that were there um, in attendance, I've run into since then. And they've been like, oh, he, you know, Damon was singing your praises, talking about how awesome you are and how much you're helping his family. And I was like, I go, I had heard that. I said, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting, you know. And yeah. so, anyway, but.
0: um. So the, huge the, congratulations. Have you yeah, been celebrating so it?
1: I, every possible moment that I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually it's been like, uh, you know, you share like all your victories, right, with your mom and your kids. And so um, it's usually like I'm driving home and I'm just so pumped up. And so I call my mom and, you know, and I'm like, she's never going to meet these people. So, you know, I'm like, mom, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what happened today. Like there was such a big breakthrough and I'm just so excited. And, you know, she, so now she's been looking forward to, you know, like, I can't wait to get my call the next time you're going to work with them and hear, you know, because
0: yes. like,
1: she feels like invested in the story now, you know, like she's watching some like, you know, documentary or something, but um, well,
0: even better because he's connecting you with your mom in a different way.
1: Yeah. True. Now this is my adopted mom, you know, but, um, and she right. and I have an awesome relationship, but, um, okay. but, yeah, but is, yeah, no, my real mom has passed away. Um, right. My, but, yeah, that my no, that's okay. My, um, but you know, and then it's just fun to like, oh my girls, like, oh my gosh, I was with the family and it, And I think, um, my mom brought something up the other day. And this, this was part of what I was going to talk about in my video, my adopted mom. And of course she, when she took me in, she introduced me to Al-Anon and Mm -hmm. it was really like what saved my life. I feel like between her and Al-Anon, like, you know, my life went in a better direction than it could have gone in. And, um, She was saying to me that it's so interesting and I hadn't really thought about it, but I said, man, you're so right that um, this family that I'm working with and then this company that I, the family that I work for in my day job, they both have like big issues with alcohol. Mm. And and of course I grew up in an alcoholic home and always have had a lot of stressors about alcohol and a lot of like. Anxiety about you know people that drink too much or whatever you know yeah. and I mean, to the point where my girls have said to me numerous times, Mom, you think everybody is an alcoholic,
0: wow, um, Interesting.
1: and and i and I'm like, well, you know, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it probably is a duck <laughs> and um <laughs> um but I, but I think what's happening that I, what I'm getting out of this these two relationships that I didn't really realize, and then my mom kind of called it to my attention, and I was like, "You're so right." Is I think I'm putting to rest some of my issues around alcohol and like my judgments around it, mm-hmm. um, because a I think the way I can get along with my boss in my day job is that I'm used to managing alcoholics. Like I grew up doing it my entire life. And so it's not hard for me to do it. I'm used to that, but, you know, I have to make these choices about do I want to do that? You know, is that what's in my life? And, but I think then what's happening is I'm starting to apply like some Al-Anon principles to her,
0: Mm. and
1: figure out, like, okay, yeah, she's my boss, but where are my boundaries about what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do?
0: Good for you.
1: You know, what feels good to me and what doesn't feel good to me um, because her moods are, like, all over the place. Right. And you know, my normal MO would be to, you know, obviously being the perfectionist and people pleaser would be like, Oh, that doesn't make Patty happy, so do something else and I was with Patty all last week traveling and lots of meetings and stuff and her mood was like all over the place and I was like, you know what? This is the plan and you're welcome to join the plan or excuse yourself from the plan. But this is the plan. And this plan has been set forth because that's what's best for the customers. You know. And I didn't fabulous. have to say those words, but yeah. that's just the direction that I
0: moved in. And the oh, energy, because you know. the energy is right. something that, you know, we both know lacks words, but it's a lot more powerful because when you're clear in your energy, oh, that speaks better than any words.
1: That is so true. And so it was just like, yep you know, we're going to, like, we have a customer that's a vegetarian. And so I made reservations at a vegetarian restaurant because we're here to entertain and support the customer. You don't have to go if you don't want to. I'm fully, I'm a grown girl who's been doing this on her own for 19 years. So you don't have to attend the dinner. If you can't for one night, put your love of eating meat aside and just do what's nice for someone else, you know? Right. And and I kind of like laughed it off. And I said, I go, well, you know, you're just going to have to order a burger, I guess, when we get back to the room or, you know, Hey, at least there's wine that you can drink there. I mean, I literally said that and I kind of laughed it off and I was like, let's move forward. You know, where normally I'd been anxious and trying to people please her. And well, what can we do to make her happy and make the customer happy? And I just was like, screw it. Boom wow that's, I, very,
0: that's extremely powerful it's not just Alanon. on your energy's such a, in a, such a different place where you're not second guessing or questioning yourself or you know you're being open clear and then very just very direct, which I think is fabulous
1: yeah and it and I didn't even kind of realize it until my mom pointed it out, and then I was telling her that to so this family that I'm working with the the husband and wife. For sure, have some alcohol problems. I mean, and he said it to me when I did the consultation. He said, oh, really? "My wife and I are." He said, "My wife and I are probably alcoholics," and
0: huh.
1: and I didn't really know how to respond to that. So I said, "Well, you know, that's neither here nor there to me. I, I'm here to help you get organized." Wow. And and he said, "You know, he was hoping that he just wanted their life to change," and I said, "Well, you know," so I didn't really address the alcoholism, I just said, well, I found in my experiences that by cleaning up some of the weight, you clean up some of the weight. And so mm-hmm. you know, and so you as you're freeing space, you might allow, you know, like some things might come to the surface that are hard to deal with. And yeah. maybe that's why you've got so much stuff in your house because you don't want to deal with that stuff. But if you'll allow that stuff to like percolate up to the top and try to deal with it, I think you're gonna make like big steps forward and and I'm not really you know I'm not a counselor like i'm not you know I'm not qualified to like psychologically yeah. h- help you guys I said, but I mean I can definitely give you some tips some sort resources you know to go yeah. to and and um but but what's been interesting to tell the story briefly is the first time I went for the consultation, mom was in her pajamas, not showered, and it was 10 o'clock in the morning, and she was three or four Bloody Marys into her day already. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Yeah, and I was there, you know, an hour, and I watched her drink two or three more. And dad was drinking, you know, dad was drinking Bloody Marys, too. And, you know, you got the 12-year-old daughter there and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And then the next time I came, I, was, I started work with the daughter because, A, I could see by her behavior during the consultation that she was going to be the easiest one to, like, work with. Yeah. Because um, she was feeling shame about the mess. And, and, and also the dad's goal was to get her in her room. So we started with her mom never came out of the room except one time and that was to get a bloody Mary and she wasn't bathed and she wasn't dressed. And, you know, again, I came at 10 and worked till one and I, I saw her for five minutes to get her drink. She said, hi, she went back to her room, never came out of the room. So then the next time I went and worked with them, she came out of the room for like a half hour and, you know, wasn't dressed and wasn't bathed and got her bloody Mary's a couple of them, but, but stood there and talked to me and talked about progress and you know that kind of stuff. And the next time I came out, um, I was there for about an hour and she came out and she made herself a drink but then she stayed out. She wasn't dressed, she wasn't bathed but she stayed out of the room and she cleaned off a whole kitchen counter and even mm-hmm. sprayed it down with cleaner and cleaned it all up and stuff and we had some talks about you know, areas that we could work on. And dad's, dad's a hard worker, because, yeah, because dad's a hard worker the whole entire time I'm there. Like, he he might stop working the second I leave, but he works hard the whole entire time I'm there. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, so I'm working, so, so far I've only worked really with the daughter, but dad's working on some other project the whole time, you know? And so, right. so then this last time, we were finally getting to the end, like, okay, we're almost done with just getting all of the daughter stuff throughout the house sorted through put in the bedroom or put where it goes and and you know and moving on um, mom came out after I was only there 15 minutes and she wasn't dressed and she wasn't bathed and she said hi and she talked about she was happy that you know they had maintained because we had gotten the living room where you could actually see the furniture and see the floors and mm-hmm. um, and she was excited that they had maintained it and then Lo and behold, she comes out like 15 minutes later and she's dressed.
0: Wow. And now,
1: granted, she drank shots the whole entire day, but she cleaned out two closets while I was there. <laughs>
0: so, wow. And,
1: I, you know, so I, it was just super interesting because it was in, exciting because the mom g- is getting more engaged each time.
0: Yes.
1: It was rewarding for me from the standpoint that, my, you know, this is something my mom brought up to me is that, I could be friendly and social and helpful and and non-judgmental. Like I could completely look past the fact that they were doing shots. It, like it, it didn't bother me at all. And yeah. that's not my normal situation. Yeah. Like I would feel right. super anxious and be concerned, and you know, and
0: and feel what do you think has changed in you?
1: What do you think I don't is... know. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out, and I said, I don't... I told my mom, I said, I don't know if it's just um, because I have had to work with this family at work for this last, you know, almost two years now that I'm seeing it from a different perspective or, or maybe the coaching has been helping because I tell you, I've been feeling this way in all areas of my life. I, you know, I've been going out on a few dates. And well, um, and I've been well, really being strong about saying, you know what, I just don't see this as being a fit, and I just, you know, you're a nice person, but, you know, I don't see us having the connection that I'm looking for, and so mm-hmm. I wish you all the best, and then just moving on. And I, I literally have dated people for months because I couldn't say that.
0: <laughs> because... well, I, oh,
1: I know that. You know <laughs> what I really
0: think it is, Michaela? You have been doing a lot. So one of the key pieces that we focused on that were major transformation, uh, and I can think of two. That I know that there's more, but we addressed it very deeply. One had to do with your shame around. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, definitely. And you were you were judging yourself so harshly that yeah. that was actually keeping you. Uh, in a very guarded place because you were so afraid of anybody finding out and you were really punishing yourself. I think that that was major in allowing you being more kind to yourself, more compassionate, and that, of course, leads to being more compassionate with people outside of you, but also brings a lot more clarity into who you are and allowing, you know, we worked also at least two sessions in you being both clear compassionate and kind and yet being very congruent with who you are and you can be vulnerable and be in connection. And that also I think that is showing in your dates, that you're like, this is who I am, this is what I'm looking for, and I'm going to be very kind, but I'm going to be very clear. Yeah. It works for me, this doesn't work for me. So and I can see I that. Is, yeah, yeah, and
1: I don't know what I thought was going to happen beforehand. I mean, I just never want to be not nice to people. But I just had such a fear of, like, and it's kind of funny because um, it really does also, to me, like, how I perceive it, and maybe this is me being hard on myself, but I also do perceive it as kind of an ego thing. Like, like you know, if I, like, self-analyze that, what did I think I was going to do? Like, crush them if I told them that I didn't want to go out with them? And, you know, like, I mean, it's so silly to, like, say that, but I was, like, so concerned about not being uh, perceived as a nice person or, or hurting their feelings or whatever that I go along with these things that I don't want to go along with. And crap. I mean, I was in a five-year relationship going along with things that I didn't want to go along with because I kept trying to just only focus on the positive things, telling myself that I wasn't trying to change him, but then passive aggressively I was trying to change him and then just not being happy because I wasn't living to my true and authentic self. Yes. And it's been so awesome. I, you know, I went on a date last weekend and I was like, you know, he tried to hold my hand. I was like, mm, I don't want to hold your hand, you know, <laughs> um, because I know this isn't going anywhere. And, um, and, you know, and so I, you know, I just gave him a hug at the end and I just said, I think you're a very sweet person and I wish you all the best, but I can just, be honest with you that I don't see, like, a romantic connection happening for us. And so I feel like I should just say, like, nice to meet you, and we we should step wow. away and then just, like, <laughs> focus on finding our, our better match, you know, or whatever. And he was like, okay, you know, and that was it. And I, I was like, wow, that was easy. Why didn't I do that before, <laughs> you know?
0: Well, because it takes, a, it takes a, a level of internal strength, and, and feeling empowered and congruency with yourself that because of all that fear and you had such a huge thing about being a good girl, not rocking the boat, you know, so many of those beliefs that you had that are no longer there and they're not ruling your life. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's, That's true. They're not ruling your life anymore. And that is, that is huge because then you can really create the life that you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's true. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like, so even though it's been crazy and I've been feeling a little bit like, um, Oh, you know, like I'm not focusing my attention solely on what I want to be focusing my attention on. Um, I still do feel like I'm making progress. Mm -hmm. um, so, I don't know. You know, you try to take take what you can and leave the rest, right? <laughs> but Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So,
0: so I would love to, are you okay? Is everybody okay? Cuz I I you know, I I want to like super congratulate you in not just the progress you've been making, but also in being so insightful and aware witnessing yourself be different in all these challenging situations that could have been very triggering. I mean sure. I remember that we actually had a session on on your boss because mm-hmm. you remember there was like yeah. when when you expressed anger towards her or how she was being mean and there was no need for her to be mean with you so there's we've been clearly working on these and I'm thrilled to notice that that you have really allowed things to transform into a yeah
1: and I think what's been very interesting is that um the relationship dynamic has completely shifted too. that. Um, there, there isn't, you know, like I do a better job of just saying, Oh, that's Patty, you know, and, and she's not like, like she's like loving me, you know? And I think it's because I drew my line in the sand with her and I'm holding firm to like, you know, my, my boundaries or whatever. Um, that I mean, she's just like praising me all over the place, you know. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I
0: have to tell. I I'm going to share with you just a tiny little thing. There was one point, I think two years ago, where my ex-husband just went bananas. I mean, the guy was being, literally, to put it simply, he was being a jerk. And yeah. I was, I was furious. He was making our life miserable. You know, I had just gotten well, not just, but I, I was recent, you know, newly married, and, uh, and I remember that at one point. Of course, I'm tapping like crazy which I invite you to do even now. That's just absolutely yeah. <laughs> point. And I remember that I looked at my husband and I said, okay, whatever it is that we need to learn from this experience, let's learn it fast because he's being a jerk because there's something I need to learn. The moment I learn it, he's going to change. Guess what? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it was something I needed to learn. He was just showing it to me. So I think that the same thing happened with your boss. She was being a total bitch with you at times. There was something that you needed to look at and to get it on your feet. The moment that you did it, she's just completely happy. She's just, you're you're the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, and
1: it's so funny, and and I can, I can give you examples of that in other times in my life, like with my ex-husband. When I when it finally the light bulb finally clicked on to me, and I was like, okay, he likes pushing your buttons and getting you mad, and yeah. if you just don't react if you don't react and you just deal with him, like he was one of your clients, Mm -hmm. um, then you take that power and reaction away and it steals all his fun. And so he's not going to, and then, so I just started doing that. And then it was boom. You were right. I mean, you're exactly right. The whole energy dynamic shifted with he and I, like, because he he couldn't feed on my dramatic responses to his, bad behavior. Um, Because I didn't have dramatic responses. I just was like, I'm not going to have this conversation. You know, I just drew my boundaries. I'm not going to have a conversation with you on the phone if you're going to cuss at me. If you want to send me an email with the points that you would like to make, I'll look take a look at it and I'll respond back to you. Or if you'd like to call me back when you're more calm and we can discuss these points civilly like to adults then mm-hmm. I'll be happy to talk to you. So I'm hanging up on, I'm hanging up now, and I hope you have a good evening. And I would just hang up. And right. then he didn't get the reaction, and so then boom, he would call me and be civil, yeah. and could get, <laughs> even if even if we didn't agree, you know? Yeah. And, but, so I think you're absolutely right. And um, it's interesting, yeah. though. So yeah. my mom and I have decided that in the universe that for whatever reason this is the time that I'm supposed to finally deal with all these alcohol you know baggage that I've had for my whole entire life and that's why these things are circling back around in my life and I'm looking at them from a different perspective and I can release it and and truly like I think I've spoke a lot of my life about loving the person and hating the disease but I haven't Mm. really been like that like I've been I've given lip service to loving the person, but I've judged and hated them as, along with hating the disease.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and so I feel like I'm finally starting to get to the place where I truly can separate the person from the disease.
0: Yeah. And the and, universe is giving you the, the opportunity to really prove it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I because you have, healed, you have healed enough and you're solid enough that it's okay. I think that before it was too raw. It was too much raw wounds wounding that was present that it was very triggering, where now the wounds are a lot more healed. I hope that makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. That does make
0: sense. And,
1: I mean, uh, so I had a big health scare, and so that kind of took me out, uh, you know, for, I don't know, like a couple weeks. I was just – I wasn't really – because I'm very much a person of like, well, there's no sense in worrying about it till I know that there's something, you know, to worry about. So let's just move mm-hmm. forward. And but then you always have that little voice in the back of your head going, "What if? What if this is, you know, right. the cancer coming back or whatever?" But, um, you know, other than it being a financial burden because I had to go through a whole bunch of tests and different things, um, it all turned out okay. So I'm good. And, I'm good, good,
0: good.
1: So that's like
0: some that symptoms really, that looked like. That looked a little scary, but it ended up being nothing or did Yeah, else. yeah.
1: Okay. And the, and the problem is, is that when the symptoms show up because of the kind of cancer that I had, I had colon cancer, I have to go through all this testing
0: because mm. it's not
1: something that you can just take a scan of. You know, you got to do true. a colonoscopy and an upper GI and, you know, yeah. you got to do a CAT scan and to make sure that the cancer hasn't spread someplace else and so... You know, it's it's kind of, it, I mean, it's kind of sad to say this because it's like, of course, I'll do it always just to make sure that I'm okay, but it's more annoying than anything
0: else. You're, right, like, yeah, you're absolutely right, <laughs> absolutely. My husband just had all, all those procedures, so I know what it's like. It's really intense, and it's just, and it, you cannot just function normally for a few days.
1: Right, exactly. And, yeah. well, and it's just the taking the time out of your life and your schedule to just, get ready for them and do them and recover from them. And, you know, and so it's like, you don't know that I'm really busy right now and I don't have time for (laughs) it.
0: Now I have to tell you that I was sharing these with Terry a little bit ago. And I, you know, I had a little surgery myself during right before Thanksgiving. So I was sharing with her how I've been working pretty much like laying down, talking about total energy. And sometimes Michaela, when you're going like, you know, a mile a minute, life is like, okay, lady, slow down. Uh,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I said, my mom's always like, maybe this is the universe's way of telling you to slow down. And I'm like, yeah, okay, mom, you know, <laughs> and the, yeah. um, I was like, yeah. And then it very rarely ever doesn't happen. And it happened again. And I, and I don't feel like I'm consciously thinking about it. But then after the fact, I go, well, there you go. Again, whenever I get on like a really crazy traveling jag where I'm just gone, 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 inevitably I get sick and then I'm Uh out, you know, I'm like down for the count for like two days. And, and I think, you know, I think
0: it's my body saying like enough already. Yeah. It's very taxing in the body to travel that much. I mean, yeah. it's really intense. So, ah. I mean, last month I was home seven days—the whole entire month. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, well, no it's...
0: wonder then. No, mo- no wonder all <laughs> these happened.
1: Yeah. And those yeah. seven days that I was home was full of all the testing, <laughs> and um, you know, so I was wow. like, um, so I didn't really feel like I was home, home, you know, but, um, but good things, you know, I mean, I got to, and have my girls home for the holidays and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was nice. But, um, I would say, you know, I know the last two times that we touched base, I had said that, you know, something I wanted to kind of focus on when I was trying to decide, you know, knowing that we were going to talk today, how I was feeling about it. Did I still want to talk about it? And, keeps popping up in my head. So I'm just going to get it out and then, you know, see what you think about it. But, um, so, you know, I had said, I wanted to kind of talk about my relationship with my ex-boyfriend and yeah. I had, um, you know, I've been, I had waited a you know, I've waited a year and I decided a couple of weeks ago that I was going to get on match.com and just see what happened. And, you know, I've gone on like three dates and they've all been like, you know, thank you, but no, thank you. And, um, but right. Oh, I think it was right after I signed up on match. Um, so there's this, there's this race that he and I used to run together every year and mm. I, I, you know, I did it before I knew him and he did it before he knew me. And then, but then, you know, once we were together, then it was something that we always did together and, I couldn't do it this year because I was out of town and Mm -hmm. um, I'm still friends. You know, he's blocked me like on Facebook, but I'm still friends with some of his friends on Facebook. And so boom, I see this post pop up and he's with um, a new girlfriend. And, Mm. and it really like, I mean, obviously, I had already said to you two different times, like I really want to talk about this relationship. And, Nicola, you like, you're,
0: you're you're tapping, right? Just yeah. Make sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you.
1: And, um, you know, and I, and then I saw it, and you know, I saw it, and I just was like, boy, I just went like in so many different directions, and it's so crazy because it's like my heart and my head constantly battling against each other. And, you know, my head is saying, of course, my head is fighting against each other too. You know, my head is saying, so do you want him back? You know, like, so do you want to be back in that place? You know, like, and, you know, no, you don't want to be back in that place. So why are you having this reaction? And, you know, but then the other side of my head is like, Wow, I I obviously wasn't very hard to replace, and and oh yeah, she's younger than me, and oh yeah, she's prettier than me, and oh I can't believe he took her to our race, and you know like all of this just yeah gar- garbage stuff, and and then I go back and I like analyze like okay my last relationships and um. I constantly feel like in my relationships, and maybe this speaks to some of the stuff we've already talked about that I wasn't being my authentic self, is that yes I like yeah. fix these guys and then they marry mm. the next girl that they meet
0: mm. yeah I
1: like to like I choose them because they're broken or I'm attracted to them because they're broken. I don't know why, or because I think I can control them or or whatever it is, and then I I I feel like I and I, I I know if it feels weird to say that, but I do feel like I fix them. You know, I get them like out of their caveman status. You know, they start living like a grown adult men lives, you know, like where you put pictures on the wall and you don't have your beer cans <laughs> out all over the place or, you know, what's your dirty underwear <laughs> on the floor
0: or whatever, the, you know, whatever the
1: case may be. And then, either they break up with me or I break up with them and then, it, I mean, it's happened every single time except for one, they freaking marry the next girl that they meet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not okay. saying he's going to get married to this girl, but it, it just, like, kind of rocked me for a few days that he was already with somebody because he's just like he's a really guarded person I mean that's one of the reasons why we broke up because he was a super guarded person yeah and so I don't
0: know Michaela (laughs) let me me, uh, you're tapping please keep on tapping Yeah. let me just because something just pop up for me is it true that you chose to live to leave your your no 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 why did you yeah okay let's remind me because I I I'm... I don't wanna I don't wanna say something here but why did you move out of your out of your birth mom's house? Um, I moved out of my birth mom's house
1: because um my. Stepdad or her husband at the time. I don't
0: even know if I'd call him a stepdad, but
1: her husband at the time. He and I had like a physical altercation.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I have to tell you that that I, I was cautious because I got I got a very strong sense, and and then I was like I got a little confused there. But yeah, that was yeah. like okay. <laughs> so no, what that that's exactly what I remember and what came to me was there's something about. Okay, just just step with me because it's not mm-hmm. going to make sense. it's just, it's just you know try to point together, even though my 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 head knows that I don't want to go back Even though my head knows that I don't want to go back. I
1: don't want him I don't want him. He didn't work for me. He didn't work
0: for me I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be myself. It's still really hard that she's younger than me. It's still really hard that she's younger than me. And why would he take her to that
1: race? And why would he take her to that race? Like our thing. Our
0: race, yeah. How could he replace me like that? How could he replace me like that? It really hurts. It really hurts.
1: And it makes me feel like I wasted five years. Like, it it makes me feel like if I was that easy to replace, that I, I wasted five years of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Deep breath. I want to fully honor and accept myself. I want to fully honor and accept myself. Including all this pain. Including all this pain. Tapping through the points. I feel like I wasted five years. I feel like I wasted five years. Trying to make something work that was not workable. Trying to make something work that was not workable. But I had a hard time letting go.
1: But I had a hard time letting go.
0: People had a very strong opinion that it made no sense for me to break up with him. Remember? Yeah, people had a very strong opinion that made no sense for me to break up with
1: him, and he was good on paper. He really exactly.
0: He was fabulous on paper. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why would you know a
1: huge catch, right? Yeah, yeah. And he provided you know security, and you know, I mean, he was kind and he was secure, and and those were things that I thought I really wanted, and.
0: But there were so many other things lacking. Yeah, so there was there was like a, a financial security there. Yeah. right? I know. Yeah And, and I, so I appreciated the financial security. I appreciated the financial security.: But it didn't work for me to have no emotional security. But it didn't work for me to have no emotional security. No emotional no. connection. No emotional connection. No affection. Yeah. No there was no Right. There was no space for me in that relationship. There was no space for me in that relationship. As long as I was there for him, it worked out. As long as I was there for him, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And as long and for, as it's
1: convenient for him, it
0: worked out. Right, exactly. And the transaction was that you were there for him and he provided financially, kind of, in a very simplistic yeah. way, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. It was an unspoken transaction, but yes, that's...
0: Of course, of course. I yeah. was
1: his cup half full, and he was my financial security.
0: <laughs> right. And for a while that worked. And for a while that worked. And then I just realized it wasn't enough. And then I realized it wasn't enough. And I spoke up.
1: And I spoke up.
0: I broke our pact. I broke our pact. Our implicit agreement. Our implicit agreement. And he went nuts. And he went nuts. But that—that is not my fault. That is not my fault. But that is not my fault. I Just just go ahead, because there's something you want to say. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, I, I want to own that. The only thing that I want to take accountability for is that I should have had the conversation a year earlier. Right. I, yeah. I should have had the courage to say it a year earlier.
0: And somehow you didn't have it. So tell me like, why you didn't have it a year earlier. Something must have been going on. That you were not quite ready because every we have 2020 vision going back, yeah. right? So I think I happened? think
1: because it was like my mom died and my job changed and I just had yeah. so much tumultuous yeah. stuff going on. It was like I can't change one more thing, and right. even though he wasn't really there for me for either one of those things, I was like, okay, at least you're not alone. Even though I kind of really was alone and. Right.
0: But you had this this, this this a certain level of stability.
1: Yeah, I mean, right. I mean and he said nice. Yeah, he said nice things like, "Quit your job if you don't like this new owner." You know, this new Ooh.
0: boss. I'll I'll
1: take care of you for a while. You know. Right. And yeah. so I mean, he did the off. He was always good at offering financial kindness right. and financial, like he would put money out there. I think in lieu of putting emotions out there.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and would you be willing, this is a question for you, and just check in in your body, would it be okay for you to forgive yourself for not being clear about what you needed? Because, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I tried to express to him what I needed, but he was just, he. Was, and this is why I don't, I'm not, like, I don't hate him or have anger towards him. He just was literally incapable because he has a lot of work to do of providing that. He, yeah. he did not have the tools to do it. And so it didn't matter how many times I expressed to him that that's what I needed because he wasn't looking for any new tools. And so mm-hmm. he, he could never he could never provide the tools I needed because he didn't know where to go look for them or, or he wasn't interested in going to look for them. I don't know which the case is, but you know, so, so I was asking someone that, you know, is white to be blue.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, And you know what? It's actually like you, this is how it goes. This is how I see it. You actually, you realize one day that, you were going to the hardware store when you actually needed milk and you were not going to get it. Right. (laughs) And and you kept on going there, right? And so you decided, you know what? I cannot deal with this anymore because actually I'm I'm hurting myself. Um, Yeah, like,
1: okay, girl, how many times are you going to go to the hardware store and be surprised that there's no milk there? (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) But yet it took you that year because... You were strong enough to notice it. It took that year because, you know, you were dealing with a change in your job that was really dramatic and stressful and the death of your mom, right? Right. So, yeah,
1: just a lot going on. And, you know, so, um, and I, I would say like back, you know, after I first broke up, well, I was a little bit more angry when I first broke up, but, you know, like my first phase of was, you know, which isn't going to surprise you was that I felt guilty that yeah. I, that I held in my hurt and, you know, my, but, you know, because we had gone to counseling and I had told him like, this is what I need. And we had tried to work on it in counseling, but he, he wasn't interested in like doing the work. Like he would try to mm-hmm. counseling sessions, but he wouldn't do the work after the fact. And and then I just kept holding it in, holding it in because I knew he couldn't take criticism, like could not take any criticism whatsoever. And I didn't want to deal with the backlash of, of him having to hear my, crit- what he would perceive as criticism. Right. And, and so I just held it in, held it in, held it in, held it in until I, until I just blew it, you know, till till I, I mean, I didn't blow up at him, but until I was like, I can't take it anymore. And I just like verbally vomited all over him. And then. And then he blew up, you know? So, yeah. I, you know, so it's like part of, part of it, And I mean, you know, you can only do what you can do. But part of it, I feel like I self-created it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also have to question, and I would ask you what thing you think about this, is that, you know, to my point that I've never been able to just say, I had a lovely date, but you're not my type. Thank you very much. Like, good, good, you know, good wishes to you, and, you know, in the universe. That I wonder if if I go back and I look at any of my breakups and they've all been kind of dramatic,
0: mm.
1: and it makes me wonder if I create the drama to feel justified in being able to break up with them
0: yeah, well, what happens this is are you you're still tapping right yeah, so what happens, Nila is that you put up with so much until you can no longer stand it and the only way out is through an explosion where you're just breaking things and it, there's no way to repair it yeah so
1: yeah, and I don't want to be like that,
0: you know, anymore. Well, I, don't, I I don't think that you're in, you're I don't think you're long you're any longer like that. I think that something yeah. has drastically changed, and now you're seeing it. And the truth is that my my guess is okay. Let's see. Let's try these four sides. Okay, just as we tap mm-hmm. together. Repeat after me. The okay. truth is, it hurts to see my ex boyfriend with somebody else. The truth is that it hurts to see my ex boyfriend with somebody else. I, I wanted him I to
1: be—I wanted him to be the one. I really did. <laughs> I really did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I was ready to be with him. Yeah, and I was committed. Yeah. And it's hard to see him with somebody else. Yeah, it's very hard to see him with somebody else. Especially because I don't have a special someone. Especially because I don't have a special someone. If I were in love with a new person If I were in love with a new person
1: it wouldn't, 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 wouldn't be much.
0: so hard yeah it wouldn't it be, wouldn't so, be hard. so hard right of course <laughs> right. but the truth is that I am no I'm not in love right now The truth is I'm not in love right now and I'm just recovering from 2 months of hell Yeah I'm just recovering from 2 months of hell
1: and I feel yeah. like I mean I do feel like I am like discovering a whole different side of myself too. Yes. And I do want to honor that. I don't want to rush into like from, you know, I used to say when I was single that when, you know, when I could look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah, I'd like to have a special someone, but if this was my life, the rest of my life, I'm, I'm happy. Like, you know, I have a good life that, until I can say that and be solid in that, I shouldn't be dating anyone. <laughs> and, um,
0: yeah. And so
1: I don't, I don't want to lose sight of that principle because I yeah. do believe the principle in and of itself is correct. That I don't want to make, I don't want to do all the hard work that I've done in the last year with you and by myself and with your Alanon and everything else, and then lose sight of it by like getting into another relationship. You know?
0: Yes. Yeah. And, and I understand also that there's a part of you. So it's, a, it's uh, I'm not surprised, right? And we're both tapping. I'm not surprised yeah. that these last two dates that you had didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah. I'm not surprised that these last two dates didn't go anywhere.
0: Because I am not totally ready. Because I am not totally ready. I, am, I have changed and shifted so much. I have changed and shifted so much. That I'm not fully solid in my new connection with myself.
1: I'm not fully solid in my new connection with myself.
0: I'm taking baby steps.
1: I'm taking baby steps.
0: And I honor myself for that.
1: And I honor myself for
0: that. I'm making massive changes in other people's lives. I'm making massive changes in other people's lives. Like with this family I'm working with. Like this family that I'm working with. I'm also making huge changes in my own life. And I'm also making huge changes in my own life. It's okay for me to take it a little slower. Okay
1: for me to take this one thing in my life a
0: little slow. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And allow things to happen and develop. And allow things to happen and develop. Yeah. In their own time. In their own time. A little turtle energy.
1: A little turtle energy, I like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, because another thing is that you are a wonderful force and when you want something you go after it and you do it and you make it happen, which is an extremely powerful and great quality. It says what well, has allowed you to survive trauma and it has always pushed you forward and you know, be the best that you can be. And there's there's times where especially when it comes to relationship that you actually want to be in that softer, more open and receptive place. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right?
1: Yeah, I want to be like, I don't want to come in guns blazing, I'm the woman in charge, you know. I want to be (laughs) (laughs) like like a girl in the relationship, you know.
0: So you know what I would like you to do? The one Mm -hmm. thing, and we need to talk about something very important before the end of our session, but the one thing I would really like you to do is create a partner vision. Okay. And the partner vision is like these. This is something that you're going to create a list of things that you would like qualities that this person is going to have that is going to, to, they're a must for you to connect with them. Okay. And not only just that you are going to understand them, they have to be specific enough that if a Martian lands and reads it, they know what it means. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the reason I'm telling you this is because for years, the first the first point, I had 32 points when I met my husband, and the first point was, like, I want a conscious man. And I remember that my coach said, what do you mean by conscious? Like, he knows that he needs to scratch when he has an itch. Like, what do you mean, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but it, it, it allowed me to really think, what do I mean by that? And it was so powerful because I said, what I mean is that I want somebody that is, aware of himself and his surroundings, and he's able to respond to his own needs, but as well as is aware that others have needs as well. doesn't mean that he's going to satisfy them, but he's aware. He has an an awareness. But of what specifically was really huge about himself and his needs, and he would take care of himself, and he was able to also respond to the outside world, me being part of that outside world. So, that, yeah, that's in nice. that respect, that's nice putting it. yeah, isn't it? And it's really, but it allowed me to really go deep into what is it that I truly mean. So I'm going to invite you to write that list. Uh, I'm going to be very happy to receive it and we can talk okay. about it <laughs> if you want to, uh, yeah. because it's it's about getting clear about what is it in this point in your life, who you are today, what kind of relationship do you want with whom? Yes,
1: I, yeah, yeah. I like, I can visualize it in my mind. <laughs> so
0: yes, um, you yeah. and um, that's a that's a wonderful step. That's a wonderful wonderful step. I, I did that. I have to tell you, I the there was because uh, there's three steps to this process and. I'm, I'm doubting and giving them to you, and I'll tell you why. Because you're such a go-getter. You're going to do them all in one sitting. <laughs> I don't want you to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know me well already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just like spend time on that one. Go, Come back to it. You know, it's just, it's almost like you're, it's, it's a little bit like a pregnancy. You don't, you know, there's a reason why a baby's not, you know, gestated in two weeks. Right. <laughs> you know, there's certain things that need developing and maturing. So I want you to just take time in these creations, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, this brings me to uh, our work together and where, yeah. you know, where we're at, where is going on, how do you feel. Does it, it doesn't quite seem to me that we have concluded our work together, but, of course, no. you are the one that holds uh you know
1: well i guess what i need to ask you is just kind of like what what is some flexibility i just uh, because of all this this health scare now i just took on a big amount of debt and um so um that i just don't feel comfortable with you know, like just you know then securing something else and securing something else but i do yeah. agree with you that i would like to keep working with you and um so I didn't know if it was, you know, something where we could like take a quarter off and let me get that all caught up and then we could start working together again or if we could do one session a month and you know, I get billed monthly instead of like that, all of it at yeah. one.
0: That's that's what I would like to do. That's what I offered. You know, that's what I decided to do. For something very simple. I understand with so many things going on, I want to make it super simple. So yeah. if you choose to do one session a month, that we would be, a, it could you know, a committed session a month. Let's say we meet, the, you know, on the second Tuesday of each month, we have our session at 4 p.m. I know that you travel, but you know, within. Within reason, within reason, right? We, you know, we we definitely stick with one session a month, and yeah, you can you can do uh, monthly, and it would be one ninety seven a month. It, it was like two hundred a month, really. You know, I call it one ninety seven yeah. because it sounds prettier, but the truth is, it's two hundred a month. And okay. uh, and if at some you know if at any point you need another session that month, that's it would be another two hundred. That's what I decided to do. Okay, um, yeah. so what I'd like to do
1: is take the month of January off because that will okay. help me leap forward, like really a lot in my finances um, based on some monies that will be coming in and things like that. And then if we could start again in February, then I think I'd feel good about that.
0: Okay. And is that going to – so I understand from a financial point that that would be very helpful. And yeah. I need to ask you because it is my responsibility. I do feel very, you know, ethically also bound here are you going to be okay emotionally the reason that I say this is that if you would need a session in January but you want to pay for it in February that is okay with me Okay. so I want you to really there's a lot that is going on for you right now and I really want you to have the support that you need so I I want to give you that yeah I want to just yeah. know where you are emotionally.
1: i um, I mean I feel pretty good. I but I do like, you know what you said about the, you know, the slow, going slow and um turtle pace and then, you know, my vision board and stuff and it's like I know, you know, I like I'm looking ahead here and obviously, you know, the holidays are coming up and I'm going to be spending a lot of time with my daughters and so that's always like a happy time and so
0: good. um
1: yeah, so I don't know, maybe if we could play it by ear and I could see yes. like, okay, right now I feel good and then if I decide that I want to go ahead and add a January session, I'll reach out to you like, you know, by January, you know, 5th or
0: something like that and yeah. say, yeah, yeah you I'm, know I'm what? I'm here, you it know what? It's, it's always, yeah. We can always make it, you know, I I will always have, you know, if it's not that same week, the following week, I you know, I tend to have an opening or create a yeah. window. So we can definitely play it by ear. I just want you to know that I'm here. I don't want you to just, because of financial reasons, which I totally honor, I don't want you to not take care of yourself. And the one thing that I was, uh, if you, are you still going to be an I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the one thing um, that I want to give you as a little gift for your business is that I know that everybody's like fully bombarded, you know, between Thanksgiving and f- what is it? you know Black Friday and Cyber Monday and blah blah blah, but mm- yeah <laughs> if you want to give a an a gift or something that you would like more clients for January, the one thing that I encourage everybody to do, all of my clients, is to create a little um a little holiday greeting you know that you can send an email or it can go. Or you can, you know, share it in your in your one minute presentation at BNI, where you say I'm I'm extending, you know, gratitude to all my clients and to all the people that I work with, and I honor that this is a time we're very generous, you know, around the holidays, and I want everybody to consider how are they going to be generous with themselves, and what is it that they want to accomplish in 2017, what kind of gift could they give themselves? And if in any way I can help that come true, I'm more than happy to talk with you about it.
1: Oh, and if, awesome.
0: you give, if you want to give that generous gift to somebody else that you know that might need it, I'm very happy to talk with them. Okay. Okay, that would
1: be good. I, yeah, I'd love to get you talking to my daughter, too. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be
0: awesome. She's
1: See, that's so, another thing that I was saying. That's something so that good. I'm doing. What's yeah. that? She's doing so good, but um, I would love for, you know, I'd love for both of my girls to have some sessions with
0: you. <laughs> and well, you know, I have to tell you, a couple of years ago, that's what I did for my mom. I gave her three sessions with my, a colleague of mine. And uh, I think that is a beautiful session for, a be- you know, a very generous uh, gift. Um, and I'm not saying it just for, for you, but I also, that, that you as a coach can do that. That's what I was yeah, recommending. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know? yeah. No, I understood that. But I'm also thinking that I would love to <laughs> gift that to my children, <laughs> you know, from you. Maybe I can do it for their birthdays this year. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's very nice. It is a nice uh, sentiment to put out there like that, you know. Um, yeah. I have my B&I meeting tomorrow. I'm actually speaking in front of them next week. Oh, again, wonderful. Like my rotation is around again. So I'm tailoring the talk that I gave. And I thought maybe if I kind of went into the details of, like, how I organize, um, that would help them understand, like, what type of referrals they could, could give me.
0: Absolutely, not only that, I would definitely modify the story of the family enough that they cannot recognize it, but the power of you because I want to tell you what is going on with the mom, and I know that you you're so brilliant, you probably know a lot, but from a from an emotional point of view, something is going on there's some level of trauma going on there that mm-hmm. we both know that is covered being covered by the alcohol, yeah. and your you're coming in as a very healing presence because, you're, you know, it doesn't matter that you're being paid, but you're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. And that is showing mom that she can slowly start trusting that you truly mean well. You're not being yeah. scared by their mess. You're not being scared by her pajamas. You're not being scared or judging. And that has such a healing power. So you can even say, you know, I, I walk into homes, and I have to tell you, there's people, and you can, you can kind of make up a story that has certain components. It doesn't have to be 100% real, if you know what I mean. But say, yeah. you know, I walk into houses of people that have been so ashamed, of themselves. They have not allowed any friend or family member and they kind of isolated themselves because they they don't they don't even know how to connect or where to start. And I come in with no judgment and complete understanding and compassion with my best desire to help. Yeah. And
1: that that was the one thing that I wanna make sure that I do I you know, that I wanted to I rewrote part of it so that I made sure that I spent more time really stressing the passion part of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and not, and not just like, this is my job, you know? (laughs) um, Yeah. But I, um, but I truly have just such a sense of this is my purpose,
0: you know, is to help people this way. Um, so, well, the other thing, Michaela, that, that it doesn't, I think that you also know and your your mom is also helping you see, is that the deep purpose and mission for you is that you grew up in a chaotic environment mm-hmm. and what you're bringing to families is actually a sense of peace and, and light and where the issues are not about the stuff but the connections. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. So that <laughs> so I much. think that, that is that is really huge to just put it into words. Like, you know, I'm committed to these and I'm so passionate about it because I I I know what it's like to grow up in a in an environment where there's such a mess. And it, you know, it may not have been you know, sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's both and usually it's both, but when you start clearing stuff you also feel lighter and Life takes a different tone, and we realize that what really matters are not what we have, but who we're sharing it with.
1: Mm hmm Yeah, that's that's a lovely way to put it too. That. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. It's like I thought about all those things, but then hearing it in that way really connects a lot of pieces for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, so thank you so much
1: for that. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> of course, absolutely. And uh, I'm here, so whenever you need me, have a fabulous holiday. And uh, I look too. forward to our continued work whenever me we too. restart.
1: Okay. Well, you take care and have a Merry Christmas.
0: You too. You too. huge okay. hug to you.
1: And a hug to you too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Oh. Okay, let's go, baby. Let's go, boo-boo.